Sports Minds, where all roads lead to sports, and we talk ball every season. We are your hosts, Legendarius, Hashmaster Z, and Filthy. Man, we got a good one. We got a good one for the opening segment. Legendarius, let's kick this off. What it do, baby? Yo, before we actually like get into the opening segment, I do, I just got a, I got a joke to tell real quick for the audience. Oh, <laughs> y'all! If y'all if, if y'all ain't getting the reference, that's what happened to pop star. Is she still a star? Britney Spears. Yeah. She's um, a star to a lot of people somewhere. She, she, she's a she's technically a pop star, but she's not a star pop, right pop now. Icon, aging yeah. icon. Britney's well, she recently got freed from her indentured servitude underneath her father or whatever the hell. So this is a brand new woman. We don't know what's going on here. That's true. Well, we'll we're going to find out in these next couple weeks. Uh, yeah, so out in Las Vegas, obviously, a lot of the NBA uh, young guys are there for the summer league. And, you know, when Binyama had his uh, Spurs security with him as he's just, you know, walking uh, going to a restaurant or something like that. And then, um, you know, Britney Spears, aging icon. Like, maybe you, you wouldn't see her and, like, automatically, like, identify as Britney Spears. Anyways, she um, grabs Wimby from behind, and, uh, you know, the Wimby security gives her a smack, and it turned into all this outrage, but... Um, you know, she released a statement saying that she grabbed her shoulder, grabbed her shoulder, which when she released that statement, I was like, he is seven foot five. You, you did not grab his shoulder. You did not grab his shoulder. <laughs> like, five foot two. Yeah. Like you already started out lying. So, and then the video comes out where it clearly shows that uh, she didn't grab his shoulder, but like grabbed his arm and uh, yeah, received a little backhand smack. So well, let's so not let's not that. forget. Let's not highlight the true MVP of this video. It's his security detail. This dude had the rim protector stat on from 2K. The man's was ready. Dude just threw the arm back. Wow. This dude didn't even blink twice. But the even funnier than that was his uh, uh, NBA IQ to swat that fucking shit from the air. What's even funnier was the reaction once like it happened and, you know, she smacked herself in the face. The bystanders were like, oh, my God, that's Britney Spears. And, of course, you know, they're all white. But, oh, my God, it's Britney Spears. I can't believe you did that. So annoying. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, come on, it is Britney Spears, but at the same time, it's like, damn. <laughs> I think I just think I, I just think it's so funny on how it happened and it was a thing, and then now it's just brushed off because it's like, like you said, aging pop, you know, pop icon, <laughs> Britney Spears, not Taylor Swift. If it was anybody who's younger, this shit would be, it'd be the next like OJ trial or something. Also, think about it. Like, Taylor Swift isn't going up to anybody. Trying right. to say, nice to meet you. It's like, you're going up to her. Like, Rihanna, Beyonce, Nikki, right. Cardi, like, people of that status. Like, they ain't going up to some rookie and be like, hey, nice to meet you or good luck or whatever. It's just like, Britney Spears became the, became the groupie. Yeah. <laughs> Literally in that moment. Yeah. Yeah, in that moment. 
absolutely. But you know, after, <laughs> after she got uh, after she well, allegedly she smacked herself, but she says that uh, she was smacked. But you know, after after that, she had this to say. <laughs> hey man, some people are into that. Smack me, choke me, pull my hair. Yeah, man. <laughs> but hey, as we were talking uh, last episode, we went re- really heavy into NBA free agency, and then a ton of moves went went down after free agency. Uh, yep. Or after our episode, and uh, you know we got to dive. Like, we got to dive into some of these moves. Yes, yes, yes. So I, I want to talk about these people that got the bag, but. Before we do that, I just got to point out one thing, one thing to defend my guy, John Morant. So Miles Bridges, you know, last season he didn't play because uh, he had a domestic violence uh, incident with his wife. And you guys can look up the pictures, you know, our listeners at home to see what he did. Mm. Or not his wife, the mother of his children. Um, you can look up the pictures to see what he did. Um he ended up the NBA just ended up giving him 30 game suspension, but then decided because he didn't play all of last season that he has 20 get 20 games served. So he gets a 10 game suspension for domestic violence. Jaw, 25 games for flashing a gun on IG Live. I'm just I'm just I'm just saying. That's true. I'm that just saying. Hard. That is, a, it's a double standard, and it's like, come on, bro. Like, the NBA is supposed to be progressive, one of the most progressive leagues when it comes to a lot of stances. And, I mean, sports culture is sports, sports culture, you know, and as much as I hate to say it, it's times where, like, you feel like it doesn't really play into the women's favor all too much unless there's, like, overwhelming evidence or you know something like that to where it's like they have no choice but well like you said miles bridges has pictures so yeah. you know i it, it, it's a double standard i it, it's broken this is this is yeah, very similar to this is overwhelming. Well, i just think about i'll oh, go ahead no i'm just saying like we're looking at the picture this is overwhelming evidence like yeah come on bro That's like clearly point. didn't yeah she didn't do that to herself well, yeah, I was going to know, well, that's just inconsistency across these sports businesses. Like, we are just talking to NFL some weeks ago in regards to how they were treating gambling, but they were, like, seemingly lax about other situations in the past. I mean, they don't right. – I don't think no one really knows what they're doing. Uh, I'm going to continue to stand by that. They just don't. Either there's no effort putting in or they're just too busy worried about their dollars at the end of the year or their fiscally, whatever you want to call it. But they're just not paying attention, and I don't think it's that hard. You just have to get one, like – one liberal in the in the office and they can fix all this shit real quick but you know what are you gonna do but with all that being said miles bridges back on the hornets i think he signed a one-year deal for uh about seven million or 4.7 million which if you all remember my man's (laughs) was about to sign a hundred million dollar contract last season before uh this incident went down so he went from $100 million across four years to uh, he has a one-year $7.9 million offer. Yep. And uh, the real uh, 
money bag winner here is LaMelo Ball, who signed a five-year 260 extension in line with uh, Anthony Edwards, who also signed a five-year 260 extension. Halliburton yeah. with a five-year 260 extension. Um, meanwhile, I'm just, I'm just saying, as we were talking about, you know, young guys versus guys that are like more established, DeJounte Murray, you know, former all-star, averages 20 and six, 100% a better basketball player than Desmond Bain. He signs a four-year $120 or $120 million extension to uh, remain with the Hawks. Yikes. So. Desmond Bain, man. Yeah. <laughs> like. Every situation is different. Uh, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, I mean, if you're in the league, you're in the league. And if you average, what would they say, 20 points a game, that's equivalent to getting 1,000 yards in the NFL. It's hard to do. I, I understand that. But it's like, damn. <laughs> Desmond Bain getting 200 mil. Like, I just feel that's way too much, like, for him. Uh, All this yeah. pocket watching is disgusting. Look, it's the agents, it's the organization. Look, we're never going to understand how they come to their dollar value. I think it, I, I I think some some people do it for like whatever situation or team they're on. Uh, we'll get into one of the. Oh, you know what? We could do it now. Clippers. Russell Westbrook, two two year, eight million dollar deal. Like, <laughs> you know, considering his numbers that are pretty, you know, comparable to Dejounte Murray's. Uh, you know, and just to get two years and eight million, like I. That is crazy to me. As I, I think more that was a business and family decision. I mean, the age of, age of Russell Westbrook, do I really want to move around the country again, move my family again? No, it's like, let me yeah. just stay here. I'm from here. Like, fuck it, dude. Yeah. yeah. I reported that as the biggest pay cut in uh, <laughs> NBA history. He went from making $45 million last year to now he's making $4 million a year. So just it's a, slight well, I, a bulk of his money is off the court anyways i don't even think he cares about his nba check at this point because i think I've, uh i think i've seen somewhere where he made 344 million like total career earnings anyway so yeah he, he's good he he's tied up in so many other endeavors I, I think he has a little sponsorship deal with hennessy like he's fine yeah hennessy x russell westbrook that's a that's a wild combination. <laughs> <laughs> Westbrook off the hitty. <laughs> and one. Speaking and of people off the henny, I feel like the Rockets were off the henny when they decided to uh, add in Dylan Brooks, Fred Van Fleet, Jeff Green, Jock Landell. Like I don't know what their plan is, but they did drop a stat that um. Lam Fleet and Dylan Brooks had the two like worst three point percentages for like the amount of threes they took in the league. So they got two volume shooters that don't shoot officially and don't shoot efficiently and said, y'all do this together. And they threw them in with Jalen Green, who's also a volume shooter. And, you know, he <laughs> Jalen Green might be some other things, but that's for nah. another time. <laughs> That's for another time. We ain't gonna talk about it on this episode. You type in Jalen Jalen Green video on Twitter if you want to know what I'm talking about. Um, oh my god! <laughs> but, these, <laughs> but these Rockets, man. Oh, 
I don't know. Obviously, yeah. he's bad coaching, so maybe he yeah. has a plan, but I do not I do not know how this is supposed to work out. Me neither. I it, it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, so you have Dylan Brooks for pro- possibly uh a semi Marcus Smart type of role, right? Where you're too kind. What, I know, I know, I know. I I mean, well, what else would you like? He's not Draymond Green, and he's I know he's for sure not Marcus Smart, but it's like let's try you know, Matthew Dilva Dilva, who's a little taller with braids. <laughs> Damn! All right, I mean, I mean, somebody said it best where his defense is good, but it's not elite. It's not like we're talking about Tony Allen right now. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, Remember when Delivered Dover was hot? He was like the Steph Curry kryptonite shutdown dude. It's fine. It's a fair comparison. It's cool, dude. <laughs> yeah, it lasted a series, barely. Yeah, and it's then, fine. I mean, Dylan Brooks, I mean, he he did the ultimate fleece. Four years is fine. 80 mil, that's a fucking fleece. So, and you're living in Houston, you're fine, dude. Like, he's fine. Yeah, actually. Yeah, no, he, you know, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. I feel like the I league just, is I just think I just up. think what Adoka's plan is to have a good blend of veterans that play defense for the young guards. That's all I yeah. think. You know, and just like I mean not show them the way, but it's more like, yo, like y'all need to see what's up. Because Fred Van Bleet's probably gonna be the leader. So Yeah. Yeah. And- I I think the story with the Rockets is more like Eme and the office more than the roster anyways they're gonna make it a big deal more about him versus i mean this roster isn't gonna isn't blowing your face off it's just a bunch of people that fucking fleece the organization that's all it is you're not blown away by it i mean jock landell oh i'm fucking scared (laughs) (laughs) i agree like i just feel like they're like all right who was good in the playoffs it was like let's go get them it was like jeff yeah yeah. (laughs) jeff green was off the bench playing with the mvp like jock landell was good relative to DeAndre Ayton, who who were both getting cooked by the MVP. Like that does not actually mean that they're good. Right. So, um, yeah, I feel like the Rockets. They may take like a you know they may have like a a couple more wins, but I feel like they have just too many, too many like they just have players, but they don't fit. Right. Fit. Right. Yeah. That's that's the thing where it's like they're playing fantasy basketball. In a, in a sense, and it's like, all right, we'll figure out the scheme fit later. And it's like, nah. <laughs> and I noticed, too, with the these signings, some players are, like, going back to the teams that they were on before. It, I, I noticed that, like, Victor Oladipo's going back to the Thunder. Uh, Montrez Harrell's going back to the Sixers. Like, some players are just going back to the team that they were on previously for some reason. And I just Well, that think about it. You, you see what the trend is? It's it, they're going back to teams that they played their best on. So Victor Oladipo, he was at his best. Well, actually, on the Pacers, but but you get you get my point. The Thunder too. Uh, no, yeah, he was cook, he was cooking when Russ allowed him to. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you got and then who was going back home? So Victor, and then there was somebody else you mentioned. Montrezl Harrell, he played. Montrezl Harrell was obviously. sixth man of the year and could have won it twice. In the Clippers, so uh, him going back, you know, to be a hustle guy because I I haven't heard from him since he was in L.A. as in like the Lakers. So yeah, and um, Sixers also picked up Mo Bamba one year deal, so he's gonna be Embiid's backup. 
Yep. You know, the Sixers still, they need to figure out what they're going to do with this James Harden situation because obviously they don't like the initial package that the Clippers are trying to put together. They're trying to convince James Harden to stay now. So it's just, it's a mess. But it always, it's always weird because you hear like these teams or these players requesting trades. Like James Harden requested a trade from the Sixers. And then over the 4th of July, James Harden in the Hamptons at the Michael Rubin White Party with all the Sixers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's really confusing as like, you know, just a layman sports fan just watching. It's like, dude, I don't get it. Like, because normally if I'm, if I want to trade slash leave my place of work, uh, uh, I think I'm kind of ousted, you know, but not James Harden. You know, you can still party with everyone else. You can party with the owner and everything. It's it's quite a sight to see. Yeah, <laughs> right. Quite. Yeah, that's the perfect way to put it. Uh, quite a sight to see. Yeah. And sadly, <laughs> uh, good vibes by Jay, our guest from last weekend. He's not here to uh, mourn the loss of Obi Toppin, who yeah. <laughs> he said Obi Toppin, Nick's favorite. Needs to uh, get more minutes. It was like, well, Obi Toppin, you can have more minutes in Indiana because they got him out of there. Yeah, Obi Toppin, that was like, oof. The Pacers, yeah. and they got DiVincenzo on the Knicks. But my thing with Obi Toppin, real quick, is I did not think that he was going to remain there. Did you guys hear the the leaked audio of like him and uh, Tibbs during the playoffs? I have not yeah. heard the audio. Oh, let me uh, pull it up for you. All right, it's a little, it's a little muffled, but. hear that enough i heard the fuck is wrong with you bro yeah but then dumbass don't even know how to fucking coach this nigga wilder bro yeah like, yeah so that got leaked so if you if you're talking to your coach like that after a playoff game and the reason you're talking to the coach like that after a playoff game is because you're mad that you didn't get enough minutes it's like bro you're you're done yeah so exactly. I mean, he wasn't getting that many minutes anyway. I totally understand, but yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we'll see what he does on the Pacers. You know, the Pacers are a mix. Do start. Yeah, and they got you know Halliburton for two hundred sixty mil, and you know he showed he he showed up this year. Uh, we'll see if he could keep it up. I guess. You know, so I did want to highlight another Texas team that was doing entirely confusing shit. The Dallas Mavs, like, okay, oh, I get it. God. I feel like your only option was to cash out Kyrie because I mean, yeah. you're not gonna, you just really know what you, there's nothing you're gonna do with that. You made that decision last season, so you kind of had yeah. to keep him, in my opinion. I did think he kind of fleeced you, but hey, it's Kyrie. And I mean, okay, Grant Williams, he's not necessarily someone that scares me, he's freaking Draymond Green, one and a half. You know, doesn't really put you over. All right. Dante Exum, he's still in the league. Dwight Powell. All right. Yeah, I do cool. like Dwight Powell, but he's not going to do much outside of his usual. So I don't know. I mean, whatever. I'm not a Mavs fan. Uh, fuck him. But I, I just don't know what they're doing. Both teams in Texas. It's like, all right, I'm not following the identity here. But I guess it's the, just. The, 
build a roster? I think, well, I mean, I, I could see it a little bit where it's like, okay, you get Seth Curry, who's a shooter. You get also used Kyrie, to be on the Mavs. Uh, yeah, and you get Kyrie Irving. You know who? I mean, we talked about this already. We already know what Kyrie is. And then Grant Williams. Like, it, I think it's just balancing out between shooters and people who are willing to play defense, because Luca, like a lot of bigger guards or guards, period. You know, when you're distributing out the ball, you're you want to pass it to shooters, right? So. Like LeBron's, like for example, you know LeBron, like LeBron's key to winning, you know championships was when he was surrounded by shooters. Dwight Howard, when he went to the finals, he was surrounded by shooters. You know all these slashers and stuff that aren't great jump shooters need to be surrounded by people who have that J. So I could see, I could see the strategy a little bit. I mean, it's just some of the names I probably wouldn't go for, but I get what they're trying to do. Yeah, I feel like this is. I mean, this is a stretch. I mean, Grant Williams wasn't even starting on the Celtics. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's yeah. not. He, put it this way, he's not. He, yeah, and I was going to disagree about saying he's a Draymond Green one and a half. I was like, yeah. nah, like, Draymond yeah. Green is good. <laughs> Grant Williams is I. Oh, uh, by the one and a half, I meant like half of the offensive capability and a full point and like the ruthless aggression for no reason. <laughs> oh, he is that, or uh, at least like yeah, that. I that I the okay. rest as well. He's on that level. But uh, <laughs> let's, let's end with let's end with Dame because there's just been a lot of games yeah. um, that's been going on in the media with um, right. Dame Lillard. You know, he's got his agent reporting that other basically trying to scare off other teams like. If you sign, if you guys try to trade for Dame, he's not going to be happy. Um, pretty much just trying to force his way to Miami, which I feel like I don't know why Portland's trying to like not send him where he wants to go. It's like I did right by you this entire time. Trade right. me to the team that I want to go to. But then at the same time, it's like, all right, Portland's like, I mean, yeah, we want to work with you, but like we're not going to trade you for pennies. So you know, tell this team to give us a legitimate offer, or, you know, to get to work, to get us something that we want. So I think this might, this might end up dragging, dragging along for a while. And yeah, it seems to be like the way that it's headed. Cause it's not like Pat Riley's just, <laughs> Pat Riley's not going to just give you whatever you want. Uh, he's going to try to fleece you. And um, I think, I think Portland's just standing their ground, but what do you guys what do you guys think about the situation? I would definitely um, say that's where the split is for me over I know it's in this argument. It's people that are like, all right, this organization should do right by Dame because he's been there X, Y, and Z. Then the other side is like, well, they don't really owe Dame anything to the business, yada, yada. And I totally think this is like a gray area argument just because you can make fair points on both sides, on the loyalty yeah. to the Dame side and the business side. You can totally make that point. And I don't know what the solution is. It's tough. I think you really make things kind of more complicated when your agent comes out and says what he says about that. Pigeonholes you into the team, so that makes business harder. And then on the other side, the Blazers are like, oh, we want a similar return, kind of like what? Kind of like the, um, what am I thinking of? The Gobert trade or like these other lopsided trades. Like, bro, you're probably not going to get that for a bunch of X factor of reasons. And so that's why the stalemate, I feel like, is more apparent than – you know, because of all these 
actions. And I think it is going to drag out. I don't know what it's going to take or what's going to push. I personally think it's going to take a three or maybe four team trade to make this happen just because, as you said, Legendarius, the Riley effect, plus the Blazers are trying to get something for Dame or not something, but a lot of some things. So I think it's going to take at least one one more team. I agree. Um, because we we know good and damn well Portland doesn't want to go from superstar Dame to possible all-star Tyler Hero, you know, in some picks. So, um, yeah, no, I agree. It's going to be a three to four team. Trade. Well, it gets further complicated when Scoot Henderson gets injured in their G League, and you don't know the severity of that. So that could also change the Dame deal altogether for the Blazers, too. Yeah, that's true. So they're stuck. We'll be watching, I guess. We don't have a choice <laughs> but to. <laughs> we'll, we'll, it, this reminds me of the Dak Prescott contract and Lamar Jackson truck contract saga where it's like, will they or won't they? So I think nothing's really going to get done until either A, right before the trade deadline, or at the trend, uh, you know, or like a little bit earlier, um, you know, where it comes to like, I don't know, Christmas time, some shit like that. I don't know. So uh, it's going to be a while until we hear anything. Shit, if Dame doesn't move until Christmas, if I'm Dame, I'm going to fire that fucking agent. <laughs> I would have right. been out sooner, you dick. Right. <laughs> well, shall we move on to the NFL? Well, before we get to the NFL, I do want to send off Lou Williams on a happy retirement. I totally forgot to mention that last week with uh, our guest, uh, Zay, but he retired like for that episode, but now we're like a week late. But yeah, happy retirement, man. Three times six men of the year. Most bitch bench points in points history. I mean, Lou Williams, man, he's fucking awesome. If you guys haven't seen him, do yourself a favor, man. He's great. Pick a team and just watch him because that's how long he's been in the league. I thought you were gonna Lemon say Pepper Lou, baby. I thought you were gonna say most bitch points because uh his girl got a girlfriend. Don't ever forget that. Lou <laughs> King Lou and Nib Bell. Suddenly. Actually, I, I will say though, um, outside of the basketball stuff, my favorite Lou Williams moment actually involves like really me as a fan, because you know he's in the studio, but he never officially retired. So he'll be in the studio talking, and they'll be, like, you know, dissecting that man, and they'll be like, oh, you can still play, right? And I feel like every other episode, they were trying to get Lou, like, come on, Lou, you can still play, man, come on. Where would you go? I feel like they were just trying to get him to go, and every time I'd watch, I'd be like, come on, Lou, just do a little stint with the Lakers. Well, come on, bro, like, just just right out the season, bro. I mean, granted, obviously, you never did, but, I mean, that was just a little fun memory I'm going to have at Lou Williams, this back and forth we had in our head, where his uh, co- colleagues were getting him to go back to the league, and I'm telling him, Go the Lickers, bro. And then we had a heart-to-heart, and he told me no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shall we talk about the relationship that is allegedly going on right now? Relationship? Yeah, allegedly. All right. Allegedly, there are some fireworks over this 4th of July weekend in the Hamptons. Goat Thomas Thomas Edward Patrick Brady was getting cozy with none other than 
Kim Kardashian. Girl, shit. Okay. Okay. Can I you didn't believe it? Well, you think he's it's not true? black. From, I mean, my from... man is, he is a bachelor now, you know, fresh off the divorce. You know, Kim is also fresh off a divorce. But I mean, is this, is this, a, is this a segue to NFL? Huh? Is this a segue to NFL? It's Tom Brady. This is NFL. It's Tom okay. Brady, bro. Tom Brady. I was, asking for a, I was asking for a specific reason. Tom Brady, as in the greatest of all time. <laughs> well, first of all, just to, just to strictly speak to the Brady Kardashian, I don't believe that for a New York fucking minute. I mean, last thing I heard, she was getting piped by Pete Davidson. I don't see how you're going to Tom Brady after that. But I get it. For fear Brady, you gotta you gotta cozy up to something. Hey, look, 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 look. Let me tell you something right now. Why? She went. She downgraded from Reggie Bush ever since. So she went. So she knows. Pause. Football's worth that. Football's worth that. <laughs> oh, said, oh, okay, there, okay, okay. <laughs> and who else? Then Thomas Edward Patrick Brady, the goat. He's not even black. <laughs> he was the first white man to get in that. Well, Pete Davidson, but you know. Well, first accomplished as a white man. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Because oh, Pete, Pete Davis is waking up like, and what? doing a business venture. I don't see how this is happening. <laughs> Bruh, it's Tom. It's, it's Tom it's, Brady. It's it's the goat. Like, and it's what? Kim Kardashian, part of one of the most vain families in existence. Milk? What are you talking about? She said, "Don't." He said, "Don't you want that goat milk?" Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she had said, baby i got a family that goes in the back of my house <laughs> bro just imagine kanye that tom brady has taken my wife <laughs> right right exactly bro, this is, tom brady this is trying to raise my kids content. time I... internet content tom brady and kim kardashian bro <laughs> like kanye I must have missed the kanye pete davidson content because that was gold enough tape. Like he won't. Davidson's not big enough. Like he was just instantly getting trolled. Like, I mean, he call, was big enough. Calling him skeet. Not, not really. The fact that no, you can call him skeet. It's just like, how are you gonna? I want to. I want to hear how he disrespects Tom Brady. Or does he just? Or does he just say, "Man, Tom Brady's the greatest white man of all time." <laughs> right. Like, what can you say? <laughs> hey, if, Kim is playing chess out here. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you gotta think about it. It's Kanye. Someone's gonna bring that shit up to him. Gonna be like, "What are you talking about? I love Brady. It's Tom Brady. Who doesn't like Tom Brady?" Exactly. Come on. Exactly. Can't say shit. Well, speaking of Tom Brady, well, I know who Tom Brady doesn't like, and that is FTX. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember our crypto. When remember when crypto was the future? FTX had a had an arena. Miami Heat's arena, the FTX arena. They had, you know, Steph Curry and Tom Brady doing these yep. commercials, promoting FTX. My man's is out 30 mil now. Yeah, that's why I was highlighting it is slightly yep. possible Tom Brady is, in fact, hugging up on Kim Kardashian because he's not hugging up on this 30 mil. Well, <laughs> he's trying to get that 30 mil back. Exactly. He's like, yo, put me on a couple episodes of the Kardashians before, you know, before I get started with my NFL, you know, broadcasting career where I'm making 10 years, 300 million. So, in the yeah, I was going to say, if, if we see him broadcasting this season, then I guess that 30 mil did hurt. But I think he'll recoup that in about 72 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Big facts.
uh, like, come on, it's the summer, slow news cycle. So, you know, we got to keep ourselves entertained unless people are getting arrested, which hasn't happened yet. Then we're going to be talking Not about we're going to be talking about Tom Brady dating Kim Kardashian, things of that nature. But as promised last episode, it's about that time to get into about that time. We have to get into these predictions. We're going to start off with the South. So we're going to do AFC South and then NFC South predictions. Can I just say this is something no one looks forward to other than Mina Kimes? Hey, shout out to Mina Kimes taking Susie Kobler's job, allegedly. So. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Get him out. (laughs) But let's get into it. AFC South. Starting off with the Texans. Filthy. What do you got? Well, first of all, the Texans are projected. Their win-loss total, their over-under is at five and a half games. Filthy, what do you have the Texans record being for 2023? Um, just kind of looking at what they got, they, man, it's tough. So I will start off by saying why I personally do not like doing predictions is just because, like, man, there are so many X factors on a per game basis with all these new players. You <laughs> don't know how they're installing the offenses and X, Y, and Z. And I'm just someone, I'm an eye test person. So doing this, it's yeah. like, fuck, it, it doesn't do anything for me. But looking at this shit, and this is what I'm saying. I'm looking, I was looking at the Texans schedule. I'm just like, dude, there are games where I can definitely say you're probably going to lose. But these are games <laughs> where you can definitely probably win. Like, I'm not, right. not going to be surprised if they beat the titans in week 15 like i'm not gonna be yeah. surprised at that but i can't also say that they're gonna win for sure so that's why this is tough jaguars a toss-up too they could win that game they they better on defense but they could also fucking lose by 14 points so it's just for me that's why i had a hard time specifically with the texans to start um but i rested at, i rested i rested at six games uh, that's a good one that's a good that's a good number um so I don't know if I was next, but I'm just going to take it. Uh, just like you, it's like the, te- you know, I, I have to say predictions are hard because of the, all the X factors, but sometimes it just has to boil down. Is CJ Stroud better than Davis Mills, who's good for two to three wins? I think he's probably a three-game improvement. So, um, because there are games in their schedule where I'm like, yo, you're getting too Posted, <laughs> like this is not even funny. Uh, so they're like their best chance to win majority of their games is going to be within the division. You know, the Colts are weak, Titans are inconsistent and weak. Um, I'm going, I'm going Texans in third. I mean, in, in last place, oh, hide for last place, six wins, six wins. Sorry, yeah. Texans gonna be five and twelve. You heard it here first. I looked at the games, looking at the matchups, and they don't have a favorable schedule. It's gonna Definitely be CJ, it's gonna be CJ. Stroud. And plus, we don't even know if D'Amico Ryan's could coach, that's like true. head coach. You that's know, true. so that that and that and that's the other thing that scares me. Where it's like, I don't know, like it's so many unknowns. Um, but yeah, I. I couldn't. I'm not. I'm not even gonna argue five wins. 
Yeah, you, between five and six. Yeah, that's exactly because I initially, I, I mean, I think you know they will get put over with between all their new players and personnel. I think they can get over the Davis Mills experience. That's why, but I can't. I can't go over six. There's, there's absolutely no way six. It's six or, or less. It's it's that. If they win seven games, that would be ass. Like that would be a crazy ass season. If they win seven games, you know the Chiefs are not going to the Super Bowl because that's some bonker <laughs> shit. Because it's a bonker, bonker season. If the Colts, I, I mean, I'm sorry, if the Texans get seven wins. Yeah, I agree. How about these Colts? The Colts are projected. Their over under is at six and a half wins. Shit. Um. You have two quarterbacks. You have no quarterbacks. Well, they got uh, they got Minshew and uh, Anthony Richardson, right? Yeah. So, AR fifteen. I, bro, I. So this one does winning the bye I, week I, count I, towards the win total? Nope. No. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, that was a joke. Gotcha, oh, bro. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> so, um. Originally, for everyone, you know, I'm just going to say, I originally had Titans as a possible last place team tied with the Texans. But as I think about it more, I mean, AFC South is the weakest division in the league. So I will say with confidence that the Colts, unless Jonathan Taylor gets his uh, 2024 back, and rushing for 1,800 yards, and Michael Pittman, you know, I mean, he was cooking, but it was like there was no quarterback, really. Um, I I just don't – I just have no faith in the Colts. I know their defense is pretty good, but it's like, okay, defense isn't the thing anymore. Can Gardner Minshew play better than 2-11 and 11 football? Like, he loses way more than he wins. Um, look it up. And Anthony Richardson, <laughs> Anthony Richardson, it's like you're exciting in college, but how how are you going to trans? Like, if you're general rule, if you complete under fifty percent of your passes in college, you're probably not going to be accurate in the NFL. Like, you know, despite so you know, unless you have hell of a good, great coaching staff, which once again, I know that offensive coordinator for Jalen Hurts really did some wonders for Jalen Hurts. We, we have yet to see him actually be a head coach and Philly and Indianapolis, believe it or not, have some close ties because that's how Nick Sirianni got the Philadelphia job because he was the offensive coordinator in Indianapolis. So I'm going How many wins, bro? God <laughs> I damn. Know, I know, I know, I know. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. All right. Colts oh, are winning six God. games. Six games? Yeah. You yeah. sat us through all that for six games? You walked yeah. us through the Oregon Trail for six <laughs> games? <laughs> They're going 6-11. and 11. Man, I almost fell Both asleep. quarterbacks winning three apiece. I almost fell asleep. I know. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, I'm sorry America. Windows and opening windows and shit. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That Filthy. was rants of the century. Give me Andre Iguodala. Okay. <laughs> Filthy. How uh, many wins these Colts getting? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll at five. I just see them splitting certain division games. I don't see much. I think it's gonna be more work than they expect. Uh, five games for sure. I'm giving the Colts 
three games. Ooh. I'm not a believer. I'm not a believer in their quarterback. I'm not a believer in their depth. And I'm not a believer in their coach. Yeah. Colts are going to be one of Change the before. One of the worst teams in the league. To four? Wait, wait, wait. You can't write a symphony and then change yeah. the shit. Yeah. After you get out of here. I can change. Hey, look, I can change whatever I want. Nope. <laughs> nope. Free Cash Master Z talked for 20 minutes about <laughs> the Colts. He believes the Colts are winning six games. You gotta, you gotta eat that. All right, fine. <laughs> I'll take a shot. Now, I'll, a shot. I'll put it in parentheses. <laughs> Let's see if you can do this better. We got the time. <laughs> They're over under seven and a half games. Hashmaster Z, how many games will the Titans win? Eight and nine. <laughs> <That'll be> eight. <laughs> eight, eight wins. <laughs> well, I, eight. That's a little generous. They got, they got Matt Vrabel. Um, they got they got Derrick Henry. They got Ryan Tannehill. So you know, and they, they got they got they got receivers. They got Traylon Brooks. Uh, <laughs> they were the number one seed two years ago. Uh, they, good defense. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I also have the Titans with eight wins, eight and nine losing season. Free Derrick Henry. It's time. Yep, exactly. It's gonna be a middling season. Uh, I got him at I got him at seven. Uh, for similar reasons, I just see them like blowing a game. Um, I think will Derrick Henry actually degrade this season? Hell, I I want to say no. The fan in me says no. The realist in me says it's probably gonna happen. I, I, I as much as we don't want it to, it he I, he could possibly look real human this year. Um, I don't want him to, yeah, because- but uh, he might. Because they have no um, number one receiver, and they have no quarterback. I mean, you know, they got the quarterback they traded four years ago, so, I mean, we can't be mad there. But, I mean, yeah, what are you going to do, pass to the tight end? I mean, they kind of – they pigeonholed themselves here. Um, I yeah. mean, they fu- they're fucked. We, we, said, we said this years ago, or we feel like we saw this years ago. They're, they're fucked. They're a fucked team ever, ever since they lost in the playoffs that year. They're not going to bounce back. They got to do something and fuck. Ever since right they now. disrespected the Ravens logo, right? Yeah, that too. That was it. Oh wow, that was over for y'all. That was over for y'all. Oh shit, man! Ever since they traded AJ Brown, I was like, "What are you doing? Yeah, who made that choice." That's true. Like, well, it's like well, Robert Woods. Who needs AJ Brown? Well, like Robert you see Woods. that trade, and you're just like, "Okay, you guys are rebuilding, right?" But then every move after AJ Brown shows you're you're resisting. You're resisting the you're resisting the rebuild, but yeah. you already you gave up your biggest piece, so obviously you're rebuilding. So you should have just dumped Henry too for maximum capital. Dump Henry, dump AJ Brown, just own it, and you're probably in a better position in 2023. But here we are. Yeah. Yep. Now we got the Jags. I guess we all agree the Jags are going to win the division once again. Yeah, yeah, Jags, I got, Jags, I got, ooh, man, I want to just, I got I'll say it on my nine chest. Wins. Jags, I got 10 wins, 10 wins. I got them at nine. Nine? Interesting. Yeah. So their over-under is nine and a half. I got them at 11 wins. That's what I wanted oh, to say, 11. but I pussied out. Yeah, bro. Wow. They have, they have a okay. favorable, they have a favorable schedule. Um, 
I'm just because of their division, but then, you know, they got matchups against the Panthers and the Bucks, Browns, yeah. you know what I mean? So I feel like their division games and then those games, they, they can squeak out 11 wins. And let's not forget Calvin Ridley's back for now. Yeah. Unless he gambles on the preseason game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, I, my, I just think they got – they were pretty killer last season. They got way better on the offense. They totally bolstered the line. Like, the defense is better. Like, I don't know. The the Jags, are, they're my team to watch from this division. I like their style of play, I especially Trevor Lawrence. So, we'll see what they do next season. I can't wait to watch them, but I think they're going to fucking smash it this year. I, I, No, I agree with everything y'all are saying. I just think it's just the, the fucking buzzsaw of – uh, conference the AFC is that's that's what I was saying but like legendary has pointed out the favorable schedule like, you know piece so you know hey maybe they could squeeze out 11 wins It'd yeah. be interesting we will see but now we're this on. is the same team that did the okie doke to the Chargers in the playoffs man come on they I unless they degrade or get injured somewhere man they should be wrecking the games that they're winning they should be wrecking that shit I mean, the Chargers did the okie doke to themselves. <laughs> yeah. Their fan base. I was like, I was like, all right. Every play and won. <laughs> That's all they had to do in the second half. It's like, you know what we're going to do? First down, run. Second down, run. Third down, run. Fourth down. You guessed run. it. There you go. But you Wait, know. it's fourth down? Ah, fucking run it. Just run it. Go for it, man. All right? Can't can be a coward out here. Brandon Staley. QB sneak. QB sneak. <laughs> but uh let's let's get into the nfc south um we got the tampa bay bucks the goatless tampa bay buccaneers See, my problem with with the bucks looking at the Bucks schedule it wasn't so much gosh how many games can they win it's a matter of like how many games do they have an actual chance in because I, I i'm not seeing it like <laughs> Really? What what part of this offense is going to put up points? I think Mike Evans, I want him to have another 1,000-yard season because I think that shit's awesome, but I don't know if he's going to get that shit. Um, I don't know. I got them at three wins. Whoa, that's crazy. Wow. I have no faith in the Bucks at all. They're just a toothless team. It, it's a lame duck season, in my opinion. Three wins. I mean, I'm sure they'll prove me wrong, but I'm not scared of the Bucks at all. Three wins? You have Baker Mayfield, bro. That was funny. Did you see Baker Mayfield? One for four days preparation, learning a new offense. He goes into LA and beats the Raiders. All right. Baker Mayfield. Don't ever forget that. Unless he's going to also play on defense, I don't think his star power is going to do it. Well, you heard what uh, Homeboy said. We're going to wreck shit this year. Who said oh, okay. that? Oh, one of the DBs on uh, Tampa. So we're gonna... Yeah, they're going to wreck their own shit. <laughs> uh, Come on. No one was walking into the season like, ah, oh, NFC South, ah, uh, Bucks. No, absolutely not. Like, the Bucks, you guys are done until you guys do something. You got to do something. You lost Brady. You got worse. Fournette's gone. You guys are not scary. Sorry. I got them at five wins. Five. Yeah, yeah. I'm going low. I, I believe. 
I just think Baker Mayfield won't finish the season. So, as a starter. Really? I don't think so, no. I think he will. I think, you know, Bruce Arians is going to have his fingerprints over the offense again, even though he's in, you know, upper management. Um, And it'll be more of a Bruce Arians-style offense than it was a Tom Brady-style offense. You're going to have, you know, you still got – uh Evans and you still got Godwin so you got 2,000 yards you got the young boy Rashad White former ASU Sun Devil all right seven wins I I I I know I get what you're saying seven and ten Oh yeah, so Baker Mayfield. Also remember that that's that's the type of shit he did in Cleveland you know like it's like okay you have Odell you had Jarvis you had Njoku all these weapons around you, and then yeah, you, you and he gave you seven wins. All right, <laughs> he, he did it once. He can do it again. Give me seven wins, Baker. Damn. <laughs> That's like you, so you sound like Skip Bayless. Oh, actually, you know, on, that eight, playoffs, get, on that eleven game stretch, it was legendary. Shannon eight and three. Like boy, get your ass up out of here. Not <laughs> <laughs> asking yeah. you to the playoffs. I'm asking you to you know get us a number ten pick. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I got the bat five. Yeah. I think we'll be happy with. Let's let's go uh Panthers next. Cause everybody um Panthers are like low key the kings of seven and ten type shit. Like <laughs> uh, oh, I'm, I'm, seven and a half. So Yeah, I'm 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 they're right, winning they're winning seven. Bryce they're Young. Winning. All right. Bryce Young, you're Bryce, the number one overall pick. Seven games. That defense is fucking nice, too. That defense is nice. That defense is nice. Who is he throwing to? Did they bolster up the offensive line? Can he see over the offensive line? What happens once he gets tackled? (laughs) He's going to get crushed. Yeah. Um, no, but you know what? that's a good. That's a good question. Who? Yeah, what, no, who no, are no, on the yeah. Panthers' offense? I'm gonna look that up right now. Um, he has an Adam Thielen. <laughs> oh yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, Lavishka Chanel, Shy Smith, Terrace Marshall Jr. Oh, these mofo's losing. Bum bum bum. <laughs> yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna win like six to seven games. So I'm gonna say seven. That's my final. I'm giving them six games, six and eleven for the Panthers. Six yeah, I'm gonna start out. I'm gonna start out easy with that. With that much of a core, without DJ Moore and new QB. Oof, I mean, they'll have some ups and downs, but yeah, I'm I'm liking uh, I'm liking six. All right, now let's move to ATL, Shouty. The Atlanta Falcons. I don't understand how they came up with this number. But their over under is seven and a half wins. How many wins do the Falcons get? They got B. John Robinson. They got Desmond Ritter. All right. Who? claim right now. It's not the Saints winning the division. It's the Atlanta Falcons. Let's go. It's not that bold because I almost want to say the same shit. <laughs> What? Yeah, 
I think Atlanta's gonna win their division. Dude, they have the but they have the best Bruh. <laughs> running offensive line right now. They so, got B. John think, Robinson. So think, They're so gonna just cram the ball up, this is, up the team's ass. That and think of it this way: this team has been constructed like shit the last two years. Matt Ryan made it. It, it should have been a four and thirteen team that he made it seven and ten. Then Marcus Mariota on how atrocious he throws the ball. And all they had to do was run the ball, stay in it, 7-10. and 10. Desmond Ritter had some, you know, De- uh, Desmond Ritter, you know, showed some flashes. I mean, not really, but just he's he's more of a game manager, right? All he has to do is not make the big mistake and make plays when he needs to, which under a full offseason as a starter, I think he will grasp that. And Kyle Pitts somehow, some way, get him the freaking ball. Bijan Robinson, the you know, Tyler Algiers, Cordell Patterson, Arthur Smith is good at scheming his people open. So I'm gonna say Falcon, for three years he got Kyle Pitts the ball. <laughs> Two years. got it. <laughs> Falcons six wins. I'm not believing it. I don't care. You got B. John Robinson. You got no receivers. You got Desmond Ritter. Drake no- London. You got Desmond Ritter, who's no good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not. A, I'm not feeling it. I ain't feeling it. But you said that the Falcons are going to win the division, Hatchmaster. Yep. So how many games yep. are they win in? How many games does it take to win the division? It's, they'll win it by. They'll win it with ten. Ten. Falcons, mm-hmm. 10 wins. That's crazy. Because we didn't even talk about the Saints yet. Whose yeah. over-under win total is nine and a half games. And I'm here to tell you right now, the Saints well, are I also got 13, the Falcons at eight. I didn't 13, 13. 13. 13. What? 13. The Saints? 13. Yeah. No, they're not. Yes, they are. 13 and no. four. You heard it here first. And then everybody will say, oh, I guess Derek Carr was good. Oh, I guess the Raiders organization was a piece of shit. Oh, I guess we were wrong. Look at Derek Carr with the defense and with offensive pieces. Still got Kamara. They picked up Jamal Williams. Is he even going to play? He's suspended for four games. They got Jamal Williams. I think he's going to digress. I don't see it. They got Chris Olave. They got Michael Thomas on the. They got Michael Thomas on the roster. <laughs> I don't know how many games he's playing, but he's on the roster. Okay, he's on the payroll. They still got that defense. Come on, bro, Derek Carr. I, know, I, I, I get Derek it. Carr, I just, I just think Dennis expectations mixed with Derek Carr and Dennis Allen equals disaster. So I'm saying that the Saints will be close. Nine and eight, but they won't win the division. NFC's weak. I get it, but like Derek Carr. Oh yeah, this is speaking as somebody that did not look at their schedule. Look, I'm just look. I'm just saying. I got them at ten. Yeah, look at look. Week one, Titans. Titans at home. Week one, Dub. Panthers. Dub. Packers. Dub. Bucks, they Dub, they're already 4-0. What? You can't, oh my, you Who can't are they losing to? That. They're going to lose to Jordan Love? They're going to lose to Baker Mayfield? 
They lose a Bryce Young on Monday Night Football. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, who's the Mac Jones? Maybe it's in it's in Arrowhead. Exactly. That's Texans, what I'm up, bro. No, Texans dub. They lose to the Jags. Colts dub. I got them losing to the Bears. I got them beating the Bears. You're gonna have a bet on that one, baby. Come on, at home, Superdome. Look, I'm just, I'm just saying, like with all with all with all with all these quote unquote X factors and stuff. I just, I don't know. It's something. It's just something about the Saints, man. I just, I, I, I can't, I can't trust them. I don't trust them. So I'm games. going. I'm going. They're winning nine. Win, they're winning nine games. You gotta win nine, nine games. games, but they're gonna win more. The Falcons are gonna win more games than the Saints. That's crazy to me. Yes. Yes, they will. They oh. will. What are we? That betting? sounds like a bet. Name, what are we betting? Are we betting? The, what are we betting? One thing that the Saints do extremely what well. What are we betting? I don't need to hear you go off on a name. One thing: defense, defensive line, <laughs> shut down quarter. Marshawn Lattimore. You forget about him. You they forget have... about AJ Terrell? Who the Falcons? Who? <laughs> AJ Who? <laughs> They got the honey badger. Man. <laughs> they just got they just got a badger. That that dude, he's he's degrading. A, a badger. Shit. All right, anyway. Uh how much you want to bet? 50 bucks. What? Oh, hey! I'm not even your team. That's Hey, shit. yo. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. So Saint so it's on the division winner, Saints or Falcons, right? That's correct. All right, let's get it. I challenge you to a duel. <laughs> I'm about to be hitting this every week when the Saints win. I'm just going to have Louis Armstrong queued up. Oh, when the Saints come marching in. Oh, when the Saints. <laughs> and Saint I'm going to have welcome to Atlanta every time, <laughs> every time the Falcons <laughs> win. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Atlanta with the players play when we ride Bijan like every day. Oh, oh that's a great Pause, man. Pause. Oh, pause. Yeah. <laughs> that's Ooh. a great edit. That is great. So, yeah, I'll- someone's someone's definitely coming off 50 because I'm not going to forget this. I, I'm the I'm the witness. Yes, sir. Yeah, you're the witness. It's yes, fine. Sir. It's fine. It's in my oh, phone already. We're good. What are we gonna do next week? Next week we gonna talk AFC North. We we might have to have some more bets. He got me all excited now. This guy's like, hey, look, this is what it's for, man. Look, guy talking crazy, taking risks, taking risks. <laughs> if I lose, I lose. It's just fifty dollars, but I'm not gonna lose. Oh yeah, you already lost. You said if I lose, I lose. But you know, uh, I uh, geez, Rick, I, I I really believe in the Falcons, man. You know, Desmond Ritter, come on, man, Arthur Smith. I believe in Bijan Robinson. Oh yeah, how the running backs, man. Did you believe in uh, Saquon Barkley when you know? Yeah, I did. He was a top pick, and they they went to the playoffs. So, oh, they did. Oh, wait. His first year. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I don't. I don't think he had a very good first year. I think they decided, like you know, let's just load up the box and uh, make the quarterback beat us. And uh, <laughs> quarterback can't do that. 
Eli Manning. We want to talk North next week. We want to talk the best division in football, the, you know, AFC North along with the NFC North. Do we save them for a little ways down the road? We want to talk about the NFC least and the AFC East. Who, who are we talking? Because oh. we got to save the West. We got to save the West for one of our last two because AFC and NFC West, like, that's that's fire. So, uh, fire so, we, so we, 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 I guess we can alternate. Like, having, like, you know, this is a really good division, you know, next week, and then we can just go back to, like, some of the mid-divisions and then save the West for – or East, whatever it was, for last. Uh, the West for last. So, South, this bad divisions. So, we'll do North. That's a good division. Doing yes. the East, because that's a terrible division, especially NFCs. Terrible. And then – AFC East is good, no? I said – I said, uh, uh, AFC East? I mean, low-key. You got Buffalo. You got Mike. You got Aaron Rodgers. You didn't even. I gave you two opportunities to defend your division, and you you didn't do it. We had three teams in the playoffs. One well, unfortunately, I'm not an NFC East fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm so not going to yeah, defend those other NFC fucking three losers. Are you kidding me? Oh, okay, okay, my bad. <laughs> my bad. Right, like, like what? Yeah, three. Teams Come on, you're gonna defend the Bengals and the Browns and the Steelers? No, you're not. I mean, we the North, so if we have a bad season, it's like, hey, we're playing against good teams. Well, at least oh I got it. Oh, my God. It's not like, ah, oh, well, you know, we, we really took it to the Giants and the and the, the Commanders twice. That's how we got four of our wins. And then, and then, Flashback to you losing your shit as the Ravens lost easy games in the division. What division games we lose? Did, did Lamar play? Fuck you. Mark <laughs> <laughs> Jackson wins seventy five percent of the games he starts and finishes. Okay. But anyways, all right. We'll talk AFC North and NFC North next week. That's gonna be a wrap for this episode, guys. Episode twenty one. Can you do something for me? Twenty one. Twenty one. Uh, dig <laughs> it. As always. Like and subscribe. Follow us on TikTok, uh, Instagram. Yo, should we get on fake Twitter, aka Threads? Zuckerberg, <laughs> Zuckerberg up in here. He said, "Yo, he needs Twitter." When, you, when we got fake Twitter, you got everybody got arguing, dancing in the comments. Come to Threads. Because <laughs> <laughs> we threading the needle out here. Yeah, I'm so tired of this social media like stuff i'm like another app another app great yeah bro that's what she said anyways uh we out y'all have a good weekend